Have you wondered about living elsewhere in your retirement? Well, we have almost daily. No, it's not a simple decision, especially when two people are involved. Hi, this is Gil and Jean of Retire There, a podcast about retirement destinations. We live in Brooklyn, New York, having grown up and worked in this area of the country. We're hoping to relocate when we're both retired. For us, it's the weather, the chaos, the noise, and the yearning to be near nature and not within three feet of human beings. <laughs> That's right. In February 2020, we embarked on our journey to find that special place. We spent a week in Winter Park, Florida, which is beautiful, but something said it wasn't for us. As we were planning for the next trip, the pandemic arrived. Jean then gave birth. I gave birth? To this podcast. With so many baby boomers retiring, many must be relocating. Why not connect with and learn from them? Here's a little background about us. I'm Asian, born in Brazil, and grew up in Flatbush, Brooklyn. I'm an engineer turned attorney turned podcaster. I recently retired from a university career practicing higher education law. I love the academic environment, but it was time to do something else. I no longer have to set an alarm, drive in BQE traffic, or work with people who don't always share the same principles. Oh, did I just say that? <laughs> you bet I did. I traded all that in to binge crime dramas into the wee hours just a little bit to develop the podcast, to volunteer, practice metalsmithing, tackle our possessions. No regrets so far, Jane. I'm not Asian, and as Gil mentioned, I'm not retired. I'm just plain tired. Oh. Born and raised in Long Island, New York, a place I always wanted to leave. I'm a law librarian working in a court who loves his job, but we're retired by the time we select our ideal location. We will be speaking to folks from across the street to across the globe who have moved to their dream venues and more. So please stay tuned. And remember, if you know anyone who has moved anywhere for retirement, let us know. Thank you. Hi, everyone. We have the pleasure today of speaking with Lawrence Covian, who moved from Pinehurst, North Carolina to Iwakuni in the Yamaguchi Prefecture of Japan. We are very excited as this is our very first episode about Japan. And at times like this, I'm in awe and a bit nervous, <laughs> but forge ahead we will. Lawrence and his wife, Chiyoko, live in what was formerly known as the rural countryside town of Miwa. As of 2003, Miwa had a population of about 5,000. In 2006, Miwa, along with a few other towns, was merged into the expanded city of Iwakuni. Iwakuni is located in southern Japan, about 26 miles from Hiroshima, and has a population of about 150,000. The city is best known for the Kintai-kyo walking bridge and the Iwakuni castle. The bridge is known as Japan's most elegant wooden bridge. Beautiful year-round, it is particularly attractive during the cherry blossom season, which usually takes place in early April. The Iwakuni Castle was built in 1608 at the beginning of the Edo period. The castle is four stories high and looks out on the city 200 meters below. The present reconstruction dates from 1962 and has already outlasted the original castle. There you go, folks, a little history from the brains and research of 
Gillen and Jean. Okay, and now a little bit about our guest. Lawrence was born in San Antonio, Texas. His family moved to Mexico when he was seven and returned to the States when he was 17. He holds a bachelor's degree in business management. His career included 22 years in the Army, then 11 years with the government thereafter. He's still employed, but now as a government contractor managing a flight simulation training facility in Japan. His interests include travel, photography, YouTubing, learning Japanese, renovating, and working on his traditional Japanese house in rural Japan. Chiyoko was born and raised in Japan until she was 22. She had been a certified nurse assistant and now retired. Her interests include traveling, baking, sewing, crafts, and spending time with granddaughters. Unfortunately, she's unable to be with us today. The couple purchased an abandoned home and are in the midst of refurbishing it. They say there are empty nesters looking forward to a great home with garden space, a garage, and a guest house to enjoy in their retirement years. You can check out some of their renovations on their YouTube channel, which is known as Coco Lencho Japan. So it's C-O-C-O, then Lencho is L-E-N-C-H-O, and then Japan. Hi, Lawrence, and welcome to Retire There. What made you want to retire in rural Japan, and why take on the immense task of refurbishing an abandoned traditional Japanese house? That's incredible. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. Well, I guess this has been kind of an evolving thing. Quite frankly, I wasn't planning on uh, moving to Japan to retire. Originally, we we were living in Pinehurst, North Carolina. And uh, after we became empty nesters and my wife actually being from Japan, I proposed to her, hey, would you like to go back to your country? (laughs) Oh, you did. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she always wanted to, but she has been a, a wonderful uh, military spouse, you know, followed me around the world, wherever mm-hmm. the yeah. military took me. But uh, yeah, so once we became empty nesters, uh, I told her, well, I can look for a job. So that's really what I did. I just looked for a job anywhere in Japan, wherever I could find a job and still working for the U.S. government because after I retired from the military, that's uh, that was kind of my career. And we landed here in Iwakuni. Once we arrived here, Chiyoko kept telling me, it's like, hey, there's this cheap houses in Japan, which they're called Akiya. So the Akiya literally translates to something like uh, an empty house. Not, not necessarily abandoned, but it's an open house. But I thought that was crazy. It's like, no, that's, that's, not, that's not true. Because, you know, yeah, because they, they, they're talking about free houses, super cheap houses. And you hear the, the, the opposite on, you know, about oh, Tokyo, yeah. super expensive yeah. and mm-hmm. so on. Then I started doing my my research myself, and yeah, sure enough, uh, there's a lot of, uh, especially in the rural in the rural side of Japan. And then you know, like I said, I'd like to travel. Or we both like to travel, and every time we drive through these towns, like man, this is just absolutely gorgeous out here in the countryside. I was still always thinking that I had to go back to the United States, you know, to continue my career. But then I, we reached a point where, well. We really did not feel like going back to the United States. You know, now my daughter and granddaughters live in, in the Tokyo area. My, my son-in-law is in the Navy. Yeah, my son lives in the States. But other than that, we really don't have much to, to go back to, I guess. And her family's here. But anyway, so uh, last year, this time, I actually got a little well, yeah, about 18 months ago. So we got a little bit more serious about if we're going to do this, let's do it. You know, you just got to take the plunge. I want to ask we found you. this place. Where is her family? In the Tokyo area. Oh, okay. So they're not around the corner. No. <laughs> By any no, means. No. no. By okay. any means, no. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. When you say inexpensive houses, how much you're talking if for an abandoned house or an empty house? What's the well, range? This particular, from, well, there's no, no such thing as free, right? 
<laughs> but they are they are what they call Akia banks and not necessarily a bank which you think is really like a database like a, a bank of, of oh. so yeah for those people that are um, interested in finding or purchasing an Akia they could start by going to the to the local city hall and they will have information of Akia banks or even online they advertise I have not found one but they advertise free and if that is the case, it could be you just have to take over, pay the taxes if there are any past due taxes and stuff like that. Because what happens is that a lot of people abandon the countryside and they move to the city. They don't want nothing to do with it. But in this particular, in our particular case, we paid 5 million yen last year this time, okay. which came out to about $36,000. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I have a million questions, right? To the yes. five, to the five million yen, how quote unquote abandoned are we talking about? I mean, the audience doesn't see what we are looking at. Beautiful, which looks like a modern, you know. I mean, yes, there's timber, but it's beautiful roofing. Absolutely beautiful inside yeah. the house. So, is that all reworked, or what was there? What is abandoned? Well, not to not to do a shameless plug here, but go to my channel. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah there, absolutely. Yeah, People yeah, should see I, your channel. I, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I encourage other people, not just mine, but there are several other folks out there that are foreigners that have uh, caught on to the uh, Kia. Yes, yeah, phenomenon. Yeah. Yes. Phenomenon. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. So, but our house, and let me go back just a little bit. It is very, very common to find an Kia with all the property left behind. And it can be from food left in the refrigerator that has been unplugged for 10 years. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah. Uh, to just very personal property. Okay. Now, I have so, to interrupt you because you've been saying it so many times and I'm trying different spellings. Akia, A-K-A-I? So A-K-I-Y-A. -A. Oh, A-K-I-Y-A. Okay. Okay. Because yes. at one point I thought you meant I Ikea, but I didn't, I know you didn't no. mean Ikea. I, I, uh, <laughs> So in Japanese, Aki stands for open. Mm -hmm. Ya is a house, so open house. So oh. it translates it. Understood. Uh, okay, thank you. Sorry for interrupting. No, no problem. So in our particular case, this house had been vacant for maybe five years. Oh. But it, it, it had photos. You know, there was some food in the refrigerator, but you know, <laughs> bottled, so no big deal. Mm -hmm. um, you know, photos, clothes, furniture, plates, drinks, you name it. Yeah, just, just like that. So actually, originally it was listed for $6 million, but the real estate agent, I mean, he, we didn't even have to negotiate. He says $6 million, uh, if we get rid of the, the belongings or $5 million if you do it. It's like, done. I'll, oh, I'll, I'll, man, I can't yeah. believe it. Oh, I should mention to the audience, because this is also very new to us. And as of today, which is September... Well, first week of September, September 8th, yeah. the U.S. dollar is equal to 148 yen, just to give a sense and, you know, context. Okay, so. And, and I, don't, I don't mean to interrupt you there. So let me no. let me do a quick conversion there. But that would be even cheaper because we bought it on around the 132. Wow. Oh, nice. But 36 grand is still so unbelievable. Five million, thirty-three thousand around. Oh, wow. 000. Okay. Okay. Very nice. But then, and that is actually a little bit on the higher side of an Ikea. Well, how many? Uh, describe the size. How many bedrooms are we talking about? So the house where you just saw, where you, you see right here somewhat, is around 1,600 square feet. Oh, <clears> nice. <throat> Very nice size. There's no basement, right? 
No, no. Nice. It's just that, yeah. And the, but it also basement. comes with what we call the casita, which in Spanish means little house. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a casita. We, we, <laughs> yeah, so we have a little guest house, which is about, I don't know how many square feet, but it's like the size of a big bedroom. Oh. And we attached a, a bathroom and a shower to it. Then it has a little shed, uh, but actually made out of center block and the, oh, the clay clay tile roof. Wow. And then wow. down literally outside, there's a uh, two-car garage without doors. Uh, mm-hmm. When we bought it, it did not have doors and no electricity. And then the property, the land is about three quarters of an acre. Nice. Okay, yeah, so everything. where were you living before you physically moved in? I mean, from from Pinehurst, North Carolina, there had to have been some stopping point, yeah? Yeah, so we we, we were living in the city of Iwakuni for six years. Oh, ah. so you rented? Yeah. You rented? Yes. yes okay, yeah. okay, got it. And yeah, then and that's, that's when we got serious about buying about a year ago. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, I don't mean to get personal, but I'm going to ask. You don't have to tell me, but I'm going to ask anyway. You know, I put my life out there on YouTube. So, That's oh, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. So you you purchased this house for around $36,000. How much money did you put in to renovate it, if I may ask? Ah, good question. That's fine. And uh, quite frankly, I've been holding off on YouTube to make that video. Oh, okay. um, oh so you don't yeah. have to tell, don't, don't no, tell that's, us. That's fine. But I have thrown it out there. So just to kind of give you an idea, if I may be a little bit long-winded about this when we uh first found the house and actually before we even uh decided to purchase it but uh, we found a really cool japanese carpenter here in town we brought him and i, and I, I asked him you know this these are our plans we want to make it an open concept because japanese houses again they're very compartmented so there's many rooms 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 hallways totally not convenient <laughs> mm-hmm. so i gave him all my ideas and, and uh, so he asked us do you have a budget in my head i had you know a hundred thousand us dollars but knowing that i would probably go over and he said yeah yes that's easy a hundred thousand wow but we left out some key things like the <laughs> double pay like the double pane windows Heat. and uh, <laughs> yeah so and then he was probably calculating like the basic I don't want to say basic house, but a basic, basic house. But then here in Japan, like toilets, I don't mean to get, you know, too graphic. No, no, please do so. Toilets are a different experience here in Japan. They're incredible. Uh, I've seen some of them. They do all sorts of things. I love them. Well, he may not, he may not be referring to that. Tell, tell us what you, you know, Lawrence. He is referring to that. I mean, heated seat toilets. Yeah, they spray here, spray there. It self-cleans. Like, I have literally have not had to pull out the brush once to. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And is, it, that, it is that the norm? That's the norm? Uh, Everyone no, has something? No, so- well, okay. if it's the norm, if you pay. <laughs> oh, well, of course, of course. But they are selling so the toilets there. <laughs> you know, now my my wife gets involved here, and uh, yeah, I'm a little bit more basic, you know. But she, yeah, yeah she wanted that, so that's okay, right? So, <laughs> yeah, and then the kitchen, right? You know, I mean, if you look at the kitchen, there's nothing you know spectacular for uh, America. It's beautiful, yeah. I yeah. like the simplicity. It's that wood, very, oh my god, looks mid-century. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's so, got good taste. Lucky yeah. boy, lucky boy. <laughs> 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 so uh you know that costs us so those made those items that we could just buy a basic kitchen at the local store or have it custom made so you the had point it custom is made there was, there was a lot of custom made 
Okay. Uh, in like the fireplace, they're not cheap in Japan. Oh, uh, they're not cheap in Japan. They're not very common. Huh. Uh, oh, so that's why. Start adding in all those things, and then at the same time, we said, "Well, because we," and I'll show you some pictures. So I'll send you some pictures later, or you can send the video. Yeah. Is that the upstairs? There used to be two bedrooms, mm-hmm. and we converted into one big craft room for Chioko. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. So, what a husband! <laughs> oh my! Wait, so where's where's the bedrooms? Don't get are any they, ideas, girl? Yeah, I already have ideas, but <laughs> the, where? The, how many bedrooms are there? You said two. Only one bedroom downstairs. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so where uh, do your guests stay in that? The guest house. Oh, the, the guest, guest house. house. I forgot. Yeah, yes, yeah. the guest. Wow. So, and the guest house know, has their own bathroom. You said right? Yeah, oh. we we added wow. a bathroom and a shower. Oh, nice! All those, all those conveniences. So anyway, so there was a lot of custom work, uh-huh. but it's very comfortable. I mean, it's an older house; it's built in 1975. That's old for Japan. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow! That's well, abandoned. Wow. But very, very, very comfortable. You know, it has heating, it has uh, insulation, which you know probably other folks are like, oh, well, all houses have insulation. Well, not in Japan. Okay. Not all, all, all old houses, right? So all of that, you know, everything included. We probably went a little over two hundred thousand for the renovation. Just for the renovations. Correct. So, but yeah. for the wow, home, so, you must have an amazing home. So for the whole thing, though, it's under two fifty, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's amazing. That's incredible. I had to kind of think in that that kind of sense. So, if I may, a little because probably people out there are thinking, or people that are kind of familiar with this topic. He's like, oh, this guy went overboard. But to me, it was not necessarily an investment, a financial investment. It was more of a an investment in quality yeah, of life. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's still amazing. 250 for that. Yeah. All right. So yeah. I just need to know, and this doesn't have to go on the air, where you're sitting. Okay. So your back, the ceiling and the wooden beams, not the round beam, but everything else was there already. Uh, and you can throw it out there. Absolutely. Please. Okay. So again, these Japanese houses, you know, they had the false ceiling. They're, it was all covered. Everything. Oh, was covered. oh yeah. wow. They had that, that funky 1970s paneling, you know, the, yeah, the yeah, United yeah. States. <laughs> Not horrendous, but just kind of horrendous, right? Yes, yes. It's kind of funny story, at least to me. When when I was cleaning up upstairs and taking out all the property and everything, in the closet, there was just a kind of a missing piece tile. And uh, I peeked my head through that, that hole with my flashlight, with my phone, actually. Yeah. And I can see the beams <gasps> in the framework, you know, oh. the Japanese stuff. Wow. Yeah, it's the joinery. Oh, nice, yeah. Yeah. oh, I was like, oh, my God. So... And I went home and I told Choke all excited. And she's like, okay, whatever. I'll throw her under the bus. And she knows this because we joke about it. Is that she can't, that's all she will see, right? She'll see uh-huh. the mess. You see that. And I kind of see what it's going to turn out. So I was all excited about it. But no, I, I asked the, the kayak son, our carpenter. I said, no, I want it all exposed. I, I yeah. want yeah. to see. As a fact, like in the back over there. Gorgeous. There's some writing on the beams. Oh, like wow. when they're, let me see if I can show you real quick. I don't know if you can see it like right there. I don't know if you can see it. Right yes, yes, oh, I yeah. see it's it. It's an arrow. Yeah, so it's that's all kanji, you know, ch- uh, Chinese, you know, the kanji, the Chinese characters. Chinese? Um, yeah, because Japanese is, that's a different topic. But Japanese is a combination of kanji, hiragana, katakana, which makes the Japanese writing. But anyways. I thought kanji but- <laughs> was that soup, that rice soup. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so that's just writing from the construction. You know, that, you know, this beams goes here, this, oh. whatever. And 
I told him I want to see that. You know, I, yeah. to me that's that's character. Yeah. That's character yeah. rawness. I yeah. love it. Yeah. So yeah. so you guys exposed all that, and I'm sure that was costly. So that goes into that price tag. Yeah. But just mm-hmm. going back a moment. So you lived in Iwakuni, mm-hmm. and you said you drove by this area, and you have almost an acre. So how did you know this house? Was this one of the houses that the uh, city guy said was available? No. So our case was a little bit different. Uh, it was not listed in the Nakia Bank. Oh. It was actually listed in the regular real estate webpage. Ah. And then the, the real estate agent, he was actually a family friend. And so he was uh, he's about an hour or so from here, but he's from this town. So he just kind of did it as a favor for the owner, whether the son, oh, okay. the, the father had passed away. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit not the com- not conventional. Well, is, there's nothing conventional about Japan. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. that's so interesting. So interesting. So then this house had an identified owner and therefore at least they made a sale versus yeah. an abandoned home. When I think of abandoned, I think of not knowing who the homeowners were. Uh, yeah, but, so, but there are those, right, in the co- IKEA bank. Correct. Yeah. And okay. that's, uh, that's just kind of like, and it, it has taken me a while to kind of figure this out, the difference between vacant and abandoned. Vacant just can, might be that, hey, they just moved out last week. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, abandoned. And then it's very clear. You walk through the, you know, the streets and you see houses that, yeah, they are abandoned. <laughs> wow. You know? so, so when you purchase it, I guess you had to make sure you got good title on it, right? Yes, that was all part of it. Um, mm-hmm. And then our case was very, very simple because of... Uh, because they knew. You, they knew, yeah. But there are many places where they're not. It has been inherited to the family of, say, Penn, and they all have to agree to... Sure, yeah. You know. And then the thing is, because they're so cheap, there's no financial incentive for them, really, to just like, oh, it's not like they're going to sell it and make a bunch of money. <laughs> right, right, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So they don't even want to bother with it. So... There's a lot of it's it's a big problem in Japan, and actually, there's different numbers out there online. But if you look it up, it's they they say that there's eight to ten million abandoned vacant houses in Japan. Wow! Wow! Where people and are unable to identify the owner? No, not necessarily. That's what oh, they vacant okay. or abandoned. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this yeah. is so interesting. I have a lot of questions. But, <laughs> but one is your house is beautiful now, and you spent under two hundred fifty thousand for the whole thing, you, all in. Yeah, all in. So if you, in your town, in, in Miwa, if you found a house that was, that you didn't have to fix it all, what would that go for, you think? I, I, well, it depends on the condition, right? But uh, mm-hmm. I would say like that that's livable compared to the house that we live in, Niwakuni City, probably built in the mid-90s or so, maybe 100 or so. Oh, wow. Or less. Okay. Yeah. And you, okay. you yeah. could move in and live in it without fixing it. Yeah, move, move in ready. So quite frankly, after we got rid of everything that was inside the house and we cleaned it up, the kitchen was uh, needed a lot of work, but I'm um, really a lot of cleaning. But anyway, so we were done and uh, my wife and I, Chopra and I were sitting out there in these big open windows and I just kind of looked over at her and said, so, you know, we could just move in now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she just kind of gave me that 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 look of disapproval. Oh. <laughs> so, so basically, you're saying it really 
when you come down to it, it wasn't that it wasn't in that bad a shape. No, no, no. It was. It, yeah. it had electricity. It had running water. We just had to had it turned on. But when we turned right. it on, yeah, everything worked fine. Because yeah, it yeah. sounds like your wife spent more years in the U.S. than her home country, right? Yes, well, between, between the United States and Europe, because you know. Sure. Moving around, but yeah, right. away from Japan. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it wasn't as if she's got all this. I mean, I, I, I don't want to speak on her behalf, but it sounds like this modern woman who's going to say to you, "I want that kitchen, <laughs> or else no kitchen." Right? <laughs> Am I right? Um, <laughs> Smart woman. I've been married thirty plus years, so I know how to pick my battles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I, I have one more question about real estate. And as you said, you, you rented in Iwakuni. What's the, what's the rent like there for, say, a two bedroom apartment? Yeah. So this is probably going to be a little bit a little bit longer question uh, answer. I'm sorry. So don't apologize. <laughs> for me, uh, for for me, Americans working for the U.S. government, it's a little inflated because the the local real estate people they know that you research that you receive a certain housing allowance ah and it's and it's not i hate to say it the government does not incentivize us to save mm. it's use it or lose it so you go out there and rent the biggest house you can get right oh okay okay and they know that so they inflate the prices so so for me i was paying around maybe around a thousand dollars a month wow. depends on the on the yen rate so it's a uh, 160,000 yen so it depends on the yeah, it was around a thousand twelve hundred or so but uh, if it was a, a smarter wiser japanese person they're probably <laughs> for the house that we had which was uh, really a five-bedroom house Oh my goodness! Five beds. Yeah, it was a big house. It was bigger than here. Thousand dollars. Yeah, they would probably they would probably pay like eight hundred or less. Oh my god! Yeah, we always hear how expensive Japan is. This is so. Yeah, well, we're not talking Tokyo. It's not Tokyo. Yeah, Tokyo is a different animal. Yeah, but no, actually, see that that is interesting. You say that because when I came to Japan, I thought everything was so expensive. Actually, there are many things that are much more cheaper than the United States. Oh, that you know, I'm so happy that you dispelled that because you know, overall, you you know, we Americans think everything Japan is expensive because what do we know? We only know the stuff that is more quote unquote popular, right? Correct. I mean, I I just did the math and I'm looking here that you're about 524 miles to Tokyo, so that's quite a difference. I mean, that's a distance. That's a 10 hour drive or so. (laughs) Prices are going to be lower, but is Iwakuni a popular suburb or how how would you like what what would draw people to well it's a city it's a small city it's a small city it's a small city and it's not it's not say popular but you know what 30 kilometers or so from up north is the big city of hiroshima Mm-hmm. Hiroshima, um, which a lot of people know. But uh, Iwakuni, there's nothing to the Japanese. There's nothing spectacular about it. You know, mm-hmm. the Kentaikyo is what, uh, when we go out and travel and they ask where you come from and we say Iwakuni, if they know, they know because of the bridge. Other than bridge. that, there's not oh. there's not, not much yet. Oh, wow. Okay. But and, to and- me, it's spectacular, you know, but for them, yeah. it's, oh, it's just another. For And for Japanese, Iwakuni, even though you said it's a small city, it's Inaka. It's a countryside. Ah, um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the countryside where you live looks beautiful. Yeah, I, this to me green. is countryside. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. beautiful. Yes. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. And what about what's it, how's the cost of living compared to the states there in your area? In my area, well, well, it's I, I'm more familiar with Iwakuni. Oh, um, that's fine, Iwakuni. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it all depends, right? So traveling can be a little bit more expensive because there's toll roads. I mean, you don't you don't have to stick to the toll roads, mm-hmm. but if you're going to travel, say, from here to Osaka, which is about a six-hour drive, you're going to spend about $80 or so on tolls. Wow. On the way, right? Okay. Parking, you know, that type of stuff. But hotels, you know, $100 or less or more, you know? Really? Um, but yeah, so eating out is uh, cheaper. It, it can be much cheaper than the United States. Cost of living. So, like my electricity in Iwakuni, it would average. Well, actually, all my my utilities combined minus internet, it would average about three hundred and fifty dollars a month. Sometimes more, sometimes less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we're water, talking. What What does that include again? Water, electricity, and gas. Okay, that sounds. Yeah, that sounds very reasonable. I was just trying to in gas, my head think about our yeah. power costs. Yeah, gas uh, off base. So, you know, keep in mind, I work at a military installation still. So on base, you uh, you get the average prices that you would pay in the United States. But off base, it's probably twice as much. The gas is, is about twice as much than, uh-huh. than the United States. Yeah. Okay. And what what about the supermarket? You probably go to on um, base, but what about off base for the supermarket? It, again, it depends what you buy. Fruit, <laughs> a watermelon. Are you talking 10, 15, 20 or more dollars? Wow. And melon, probably about the same, or cantaloupe, I should say, about the same. But U.S. dollars? Yeah. U.S. dollars, 10 or 20 for a watermelon? Oh, interesting. Uh, or more. Or interesting. More. What is yeah. this with the watermelon? What about oranges? Uh, uh, yeah, that's more more average, you know? Oh. So, uh, yeah, this is more oh. like uh, the States. There's just something about watermelons, and I can grow them here. Um, oh, okay. I thought maybe I just haven't grow. gotten around to it, but yeah. <laughs> um, there's just something about it. So they Japanese, they seem to get infatuated with perfection. Mm. Mm. So the very, very expensive watermelons, they are perfect. I mean, there's no blemishes, no nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, look okay. it up. <laughs> no, no, listen, listen. I mean no disrespect at all. All right. One yeah. of my best friends is Japanese, but that's, that's not why. No, no, no. I know I sound like an idiot. <laughs> yes. But I just want to say I've been in this last year doing printmaking. And I am sure that you know about the Japanese woodworking and printmaking aspect. And the most or one of the most expensive places that generate the finest tools are in Japan. In fact, I bought one that had I I could only get it from Japan, that size, that the the finite size. And of course, Germany, Uh, leaving Germany aside, most of these tools and methods in printmaking come from Japan. So there is this and and it's like not using any uh, when when you're building a house, the joinery, right? The idea is not to use any nails and, you know, so forth. So it's all about perfection. I told but in a watermelon that's going to, you know, be eaten. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean the, the the stem has to be perfectly cut and not missing. I mean, it's 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 a whole. I different love thing. it. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so what about fish? Oh, are we are we done with real estate, or do you have more? We're done. We're done. We're done with real estate. Okay. Okay. So so let's let's talk about food. I mean, fish. I know is a big staple. Is that expensive, or where does that fall? Or no, seafood? I think it's more. It's it's cheaper. So what it is? What is expensive is. Probably beef, you know, like and like oh. so the the wagyu beef or the Kobe beef, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. So if you start with beef being the most expensive, and then you work your way down, pork, chicken is you know it's it's not 
It's not that, but my wife does most of the shopping. So, <laughs> okay, no, 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 please, please, and, and we understand. That's fine, yeah. and I'm sure she knows what she's buying. Have you personally adapted to the Japanese cuisine? Maybe you have because you you've traveled so much, also. Uh, for the most part, and I hate to say this, so people are probably gonna beat me up online here. Is I am not a big, fan, and I know you like sushi. I'm sorry, but I'm not a big fan of raw fish. <laughs> I love that you've it's, listened to our show. <laughs> oh. I <laughs> All right, what about I'm impressed. What do you mean? You you don't like sashimi? Who doesn't like sashimi? I don't like it. He doesn't eat uh, any of that. All right, all right. And, let's go. And, and, and I'll give you, I'm sorry, and I'll give you a little personal story, which hopefully doesn't go into a different topic here. In the short stint I lived in Santa Cruz, I was kind of a sushi chef. What? Oh my goodness. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't like sushi? Wait, 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 wait. That wait. is so funny. All right, so you're good with the knife. And you can tell when something is fresh, but you were a sushi chef. Oh, that well, is- you know, I started off as a bus boy, and then they needed someone to sit be- to because a, a sushi chef quit abruptly, and then they needed someone behind to cut avocados and cucumbers. So I started doing that, and it just evolved. So, but that wasn't <laughs> was it? A, it wasn't a Japanese owned. Yeah, it was. <gasps> That's Actually, that's funny. where my wife and I—that's where my wife and I met. Oh wow! Oh. She came into the restaurant. And you were working? No, she was working oh. there as well too. Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> and she was impressed with your sushi skills. That's what it was. That's so funny. <laughs> that is really funny. It's a funny story. But I have another question about restaurants in your area. Can you get non-Japanese food in my area? Yes, and I know you like Indian food because you've mentioned it yes, before, yes. right? So uh, <laughs> you're a good <laughs> listener. <laughs> yeah, very, uh, a lot of a uh, lot of good Indian restaurants. Oh, okay. Let's see, Indian. There's some, say, Italian, but it's made by Japanese. But actually, it tastes pretty good to me. Mexican, <laughs> Mexican, eh, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> American hamburgers, eh, you know, they're, they're but know, but um, they have them. But they have them. They do. They do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. so what would you? Well, he only eats. Well, you know, he only eats white meat, right? So it's mm. got to be chicken or turkey, and not much fish. All right, all right, let's go. No, 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 wait. So, do you need a car where you are? Where I'm at, yes, yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. can you can't walk? I assume to a nearby grocery store if you had to. Where I'm at, no, I'm, I mean, well, I guess, do I absolutely need a car? No. And actually, that's one of the reasons that attracted me to this rural side is because if it came down to it, I can walk maybe a 10 minute walk to the grocery store and the oh, hardware wow. store oh, and the convenience okay. store. Yeah. Great. And then like a five minute walk, there was a bus station that would take me to the city and so on and so on. So do I absolutely need it? No, I don't. No, but it's more right now. It's just extremely convenient to have one. Yeah. Are you close to, and I'm not familiar with the Japanese culture about this, but are you close to a coffee shop? Coffee shop. Um, Like, you know, if you wanted a cappuccino or something. No. Okay. Okay. No, I I was, I was, I was (laughs) just wondering, you know, because my mind is so American. But so there is like a main street, you said 10 minutes away. It has a bunch of stores. Walking, yeah, there's like yeah. a three minute walk. Well, when you say a bunch of stores, it's like we have the grocery store and the convenience store, right? And the hardware, and the hardware store, yeah. But is, okay. is the grocery store big? Is it like a supermarket? Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. there's like maybe four cashiers, four or five cashiers. Oh, wow. oh yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, you, right. you, you can definitely survive, you can make, you okay, know, yeah. yeah. And what about problem. public transportation? Yeah, so like I said, down down the road here, like a three minute walk, there's a bus that will take you to Iwakuni and around Iwakuni, and then from there you can take another bus or train to Hiroshima 
Oh. Uh, and then from there you could get on the bullet train to go, you know, anywhere in Japan, you know? So yeah. Ooh. So yeah, it, it's, it's doable. You know, it's not like I have to hump the mountains for right. miles. Right. miles and where's the and then we also have taxis here that would take me too. So, Oh, uh, and are they expensive? I've never taken a taxi here in town, but they, they, they can probably be a little expensive. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what about the airport? How close is the airport? Well, that's an interesting question. Uh, so in Iwakuni, there is a local airport attached to the military installation. It was kind of a joint oh. between the U.S. government and the government of Japan. And they use the runway, the American runway and everything. Anyway, so there is a small airport that's relatively new, maybe five, six years. And there are multiple flights throughout the day to Tokyo and to Okinawa. It's super convenient. I mean, really, really nice, really convenient. When I lived in Iwakuni, it was maybe a 10-minute drive. You could be running late and you still make it, you know, so. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Before we leave the topic of food, I do have a question. I didn't know until a few years ago that the 7-Eleven franchises in Hawaii actually serve genuine or authentic food. And I heard you had mentioned that as well. Can you tell us in Japanese 7-Elevens what kinds of foods can, you can get there? Well, you got to you, it's all about the timing, right? Because it goes fast. Uh, it goes fast? The food? It goes fast, yes. So, oh. and there they have the, the delivery system throughout the day, the network system to resupply the food ah, yeah. uh, throughout the day, right? So, if you get there when it's been resupplied, I mean, from sushi, you know, some sushi rolls to nigiri, which are like the rice balls, yeah, uh, yeah. fried chicken, the pizza, um, sandwiches, wow. uh, fresh egg sandwiches, tuna sandwiches. Mm -hmm. But pasta. genuine Japanese food, though. Um, Sure. <laughs> is it, oh, I uh, thought. Is it okay. decent? Yeah, it's really good. No, I mean, okay. when it's a genuine, I mean, it, obviously, if you go to a restaurant, it's more, but yeah. But yeah, it's decent. It's, uh, yeah, very. Yeah, no, it's it. you can live off it for sure. Okay. Yeah. No, because um, what was that? There's a little sandwich type thing in Hawaii that is very mm. popular with Spam. Oh, with the Spam, yeah. And I can't remember the name now, but I went into a 7-Eleven because my friend here said, go to the 7-Eleven if you're hungry. And I mm -hmm. said, 7-Eleven? Although <laughs> yeah. I, I don't give them enough credit other than the sl slushy, which is my favorite. Slurpee. But, oh, Slurpee. Okay, Slurp sorry, 7-Eleven. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, they had these delicious little wrapped up sandwiches and mm -hmm. it didn't seem like junk food, which which is kind yes. of what I associate with a car stop, whatever. Yeah, you want yeah. To no, it, it's it's definitely not junk food. That's like so. Uh, that's why, and it's and it's fresh. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's right. not just Seven Eleven. There's different others. You know, Seven Eleven, Lawson, Daily. There's different other oh, stores. Oh, other chains. Yeah, the okay. same concept. And and at like the Seven Eleven and the equivalent, you can I mean you can send a fax for God's sakes, you know, because no one else <laughs> uses fax numbers. You can buy <laughs> concert tickets. You can uh, huh. you can you can do all kinds of stuff at a Seven Eleven. You go pay your electric <laughs> bill there. What? Um, if you want oh. to, yeah, yeah. In Japan. Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't think we can do that here. Wow. That's interesting. No, it, it, when you talk about a conveni, you know, convenience store, it is they're very convenient. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now and open twenty four seven. True. Wow. Ours isn't twenty four seven. I don't yes, think. Yes, it is. 
Yes, the one right here on Fourth Avenue. Yeah, oh, you probably okay. just don't want to go. <laughs> right. When was that? <laughs> so three o'clock in the morning at Seven Eleven. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, when you want a Slurpee. <laughs> so Lawrence, all right. You said that Chioko does the food shopping. Is that like a weekly thing or daily or how do you guys work out the um, supply? I think the Japanese culture is more of an almost daily, daily thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah now, you probably saw the big refrigerator that we have, uh, <laughs> but uh, most refrigerators are small. So it's uh yeah, so it's it's more of a daily or almost every other day type of shopping. Okay. I just want to go back to a money topic that we omitted. That is taxes. What are taxes like that? Property taxes? Yes. So for this particular house, obviously <laughs> for everything I mentioned, it was a it came out to about three hundred and eighty dollars. A, a year? year? A year. A year. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Now, what? What? Uh, you you were gonna say something else? I know you're laughing. There is there a story no, I behind was this? Pausing. Okay. I was pausing for the effect there. Yeah. So, so each uh, year it's gonna be about that. It depends on the yen rate. Yeah. So, but I, I would say this average at five hundred dollars a year. Okay. Wow, that's amazing. And you pay per structure. So I have technically four structures, right? So ah. if it was just the house alone, it would probably be. 200 or so. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and how far is your closest neighbor? The closest, uh, probably 200, 300 meters or so. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we have houses surrounding, you know, but not. I'm surrounded by rice fields and gardens. So my, my neighbors, they have a big gardens and rice fields and my property and so on. You actually can be self-sufficient if you grow you know, all your herbs and what have you. I, I told Chuck with this. Yeah. I was like, you know, if it really, if it really came down to it, because this property came with a lot of fruit trees. And actually oh. this morning, I just posted a video about trying to keep the birds from eating my fruit. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it just okay. released about an hour ago, but uh, yeah, I mean, we have you know, part of the property. We have uh plum, kiwi, figs, persimmons, chestnut. Wow. And others. Yeah. That's very, very nice. That's yeah. very nice. And money saved. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Let's move on to healthcare. How's the healthcare around there? Do you know? Yeah, that's important. Yeah, that's an interesting. Uh, so again, a little bit uh, long winded. I'm sorry. So no, I, no. You know, being, me being a retired military, I can use the military installation doctor. Oh, okay. System, uh, right? oh, so, right. And I do use that for the most part. But I'm kind of this unique, but also if they cannot take care, and I don't have a lot of medical issues, right? But uh, I can go off base uh, to the Japanese doctor and get service. And then I just submit a claim and I and I, I reimburse through my my insurance, right? So but like my wife being Japanese, she also has the benefit of using the Japanese system. Japan has, I guess, social medicine, but mm-hmm. really, really, really good service. Real good service to for a fraction of the price. Uh, really? To what you would pay in the States, yes, yeah. But even like me, if I pay out of pocket, like if I have to go, well, let me use a friend as an example. He was hospitalized for like uh, six weeks or so. Wow. And he had to pay out of pocket. And mm-hmm. I think it was probably like $15,000, whatever, something like that. But I mean, you know, for the whole time and he was there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's re- really, it's, the only thing is so Japanese in general, they don't speak English or much English. Mm-hmm. So and you would think that professionals like doctors and nurses mm-hmm. were super fluent. They are not. Mm-hmm. So you you will need most likely a translator, but they'll they can provide it. Depends on your your insurance, they'll pay for the translating services oh. if it's not provided for free already through the hospital. Yeah, but no, excellent care, excellent excellent care. So are there 
aside from the military base, your wife doesn't use those physicians, right? The military base doctors? I mean, she can? She can. In our case, again, we're a little bit different. Is it's kind of pick and choose. So in the United States, so our culture, we're a little bit more touchy-feely. Mm-hmm. Japanese mm-hmm. is more suck it up, you know, so ah. they're more about, you know, hey, you know, your back hurts, uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You lose weight, babies, you know, babies, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. they're more direct, you know, <laughs> yeah. so there are some things that, you know, I, I advise for like, why don't you just go to the, the doctor on base because we're a little bit more, more understanding, you know. Yeah. Uh, they're not bad doctors at all. It's just that yeah. they're more more direct. Yeah. yeah. So so you do have to know the language in Japan, though. Uh, it, it helps. It helps. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, do you speak any Japanese, or have you learned? Well, when you say any. <laughs> 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 All right, let me let me rephrase. Are you? I'm not going to say proficient, but you never know because you're so skilled as it is. What level are you? Can you carry uh, a conversation I, with the, when you're buying fruit? It depends on the alcohol level. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> no, um, Love it. no, no. Uh, I, I can I can get by, but wow. in more of a professional environment, I you know, like this house purchase. My wife did most of the mm-hmm. most of the legwork as far as you know translating and paperwork and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I can carry on a, a good conversation, uh, probably all broken up, but they understand Japanese there. It's kind of funny because even if I just say one word, let's say if they say, ah, domo arigato gozaimasu, you know, thank you very much. Oh, right away, it's like, oh, Jozu, you know, very proficient. It's like, really? <laughs> no, not really. But that's just the way I That's they're, so they're, polite. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're, they're impressed. Very, that very respectful. Can, that you're even trying, right? Mm-hmm. So... But I, I can get by, but not not as much as it should because I work with English speaking people ninety percent mm-hmm. of the time, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's difficult. Yeah, it's a shame you can't say that about New York City Chinatown. If you didn't speak the language and they lost, pay- well, Chinese people are also very impatient. They'd be yammering about you, like, "Look at this idiot! Just, just <laughs> smile at him! Just smile at him!" <laughs> Okay, okay. All right. I'm I'm disgracing my race. All right. Let's move on to the weather. How hot does it get in the summer and, and how cold does it get in the winter? Hot, very hot. Uh, like nineties every day. Yeah, well, eighties, nineties, but during okay. the humidity, it it feels like a hundred. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's extremely humid right now. It's finally pulling off a little, but like uh, August, it was just 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 hot. You know. Okay. It's very similar to the actually. So here, where we at, is very similar to North Carolina. Very humid, and then not so cold, but cold enough that you definitely need some some sweaters and jackets and so on. But you. You know, we're further south. If you go up north, like towards Hokkaido, even like Nagano, which is called snow country, it, it could get pretty cold. Does it snow where you are? So down in Iwakuni, which is sea level, again, very similar to North Carolina. It might snow like an inch and it's just down the whole uh, city. Oh, yeah, really? Up here, you know, I and forgive me, you probably did more, did more research on the elevation. Uh, it can snow about a foot uh, oh, yeah, okay. here in Iwakuni. All right. Yeah. I oh, mean, wow. in, in Miwa. Yeah. So wow. you you have to do a little shoveling, I would suppose. Um, Probably a little bit, yeah. But yeah. you don't have to worry about clearing the public road because of where you are, you know. So no, um, no, no. Okay. And actually, okay. pretty, it's pretty neat. The Japanese, the government, the city will put out uh, bags of salt 
oh, in like nice. public areas. So wow. you, can, you can kind of help yourself to, uh, wow. to be a little. That's, so nice. That's nice. Yeah. 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 So your wife is a Japanese citizen, right? So you don't need a visa. But and I was reading that there's no specific retirement visa. But I did read that there were visas that Americans could get if they wanted for a certain period of time. Do you know anything about that? Let me t- touch on my case a little bit. So I, I live right here under what's called SOFA status, the status of forces agreement through the government, right? But when I quit working and retire, retire and live in Japan, I'll have to live off my wife, right? So talking about the visa, but there are different ways to get different visas, like a business visa. If you're going to mm-hmm. start a, a business and just kind of, kind of throw their name out there, uh, there's this other YouTubers that I'm following of the, the Benton Homestead and a young couple that they moved not too far from here. And they're starting like a beekeeping. And I think, oh, wow. not to get in their business, but I think uh, that's how they're getting their visa. Where are they from? I think they came from, I think they're from Oregon, but they used to live in, in Louisiana. Okay. They, oh, they, but they, they don't have any connection to Japan as you do. No, no. Okay. They're both okay. Americans. That's what I was yeah. trying to make. Yeah. Make yeah. Both okay. yeah. Oh. And I've been following their, their YouTube channel. They're very small, you know, just like Maple. But uh, just very interested because I'm interested in how they're how they're doing that. Yeah. So uh, and they purchase an IKEA as well and so mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Wow. doing more DIY but anyway so that is a way a lot of uh, I would say not not even young you know different ages that they come to teach English uh-huh. so you could get a visa a teaching visa and then the the, the company the school will sponsor you and this so you, you're sponsored that way as long as you're teaching an employee there's uh, but like you said there are not to my knowledge like um, a retirement visa you know based on your income and and so on mm-hmm. like you know like other countries like Portugal Spain Mexico right. you know, all so okay. it's a, Japan is not very immigration friendly yet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. but Gene and yet, I but, yeah no I, I say yet but I think eventually they're going to change Japan is very slow at change but okay so Gene and I actually would be able to qualify, you're saying, under opening a business, such as running a podcast, for example. <laughs> it's a hobby, really. No. <laughs> I, I would say talk to an immigration lawyer. Mm-hmm, of yes, course. Yes. Smart answer. But, pos- but, but possibly. Yeah. 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 But it, it, running a business, yes, you, you, to my knowledge, you can, because I've heard of other people doing it. Yeah. yeah. and Because uh, I often wonder about that particular loophole, or, or not loophole, but provision vision because how do you know if they're successful or is that their way of trying to get there? You know, there are yeah, people that yeah. want to live in certain countries, but they're unable to because of the threshold, you know, financial threshold. Yes, so if, yeah. if it's just you can start a business, like there's so many people who teach a foreign language or teach English. Yes, and yeah, I'm just yeah. wondering, but if the country is welcoming or if they want to expand, then they'll they'll work at it. But I don't see that rush for Japan. I just they are not rushing. I mean, like not, not to get into COVID, but even during COVID, it was they. I mean, we were wearing masks up to three, four months ago or six mm-hmm. months ago. They they finally started opening. Oh, up. really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. They they didn't force it. They just highly recommended. But the Japanese culture that they're very so. They they uh, <laughs> law abiding, yes. you know, which is good. You know, yes. but they, we call uh, that uh, the we call that the Asian compliance people. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> which isn't always, you know, it can go, it can cut both ways. All right. Yes, yes, ways. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So I want to remind people that we're talking to Lawrence Covian and his YouTube channel, his wonderful YouTube channel is called Coco Lencho Japan. And Lawrence, can you tell us a little more about your YouTube channel? Yeah. Why is it called Coco Lencho? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> So Coco, my my wife is her nickname Coco. Oh, so her name is Chioko Coco. Okay. And then you're asking me my 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 name. So you know Lawrence, but I grew up with Lorenzo. But the nickname in Spanish oh. is Lencho. Uh, yeah. So oh, I love then it. I was trying to find something, you know. So that's, that's so unique. No one would get that. Okay, very yeah, good. I, I I didn't I didn't put much much thought into it. <laughs> but it's very unique. I did see some of your social media, so that's a good lead in. If people follow yeah. you on social media and YouTube, they're going to learn a lot about yeah. what you're doing. Which yeah, I so think the, it's wonderful. There's wonderful. a lot of your house renovation on there. What else is on there? Uh, so uh, house renovation for the most part, but some travel. So, you mm-hmm. know, I, I, we travel mm-hmm. a lot, but this last year we haven't traveled as much because we've been so busy, and then right now i kind of now i'm focusing more towards rural living you know living uh-huh. in, in, in the countryside of japan so and you know i i, I just kind of started because one i, I kind of want to share you know share yeah. um, the because in a way it's kind of my part of kind of giving a house and a key a second chance you know uh, yeah it's uh, great. because talking about the japanese culture a little bit they are not japanese overall they don't they like new they don't like old and it could be because you know these houses were uncomfortable you know hot cold but if you do what we did you can see what can be done that's kind of one of the reasons why i wanted to kind of share our story but again mm-hmm. i'm not the first one there's other other folks out there much more popular than me and they were inspirational to me so i'm hoping i can inspire someone else to do the same but, but yeah and, and, and it's very feasible for foreigners to do it so hopefully you yeah. should be more popular because your your home renovation videos are great thank you very interesting <laughs> yeah no no i think i think it's it's a very big interest. It'll be in our show notes and people actually will love it if they want to learn more about it. Yeah. I have a big question for you. And I know you've traveled and, and you're somewhat global in nature. Has the culture affected you in any way or because you've been with Chioko for some time, you've kind of had a lead in and it's like poor Gene, you know, he married me and he hears so much about the Chinese oh, it's culture. So, it is interesting. So interesting, it, though, it, I must say. Yeah. It's interesting, but it, it's a benefit. It, it is a benefit. Well, you better be saying this on air, right? Um, <laughs> I only tell the I truth. I know that there are things that very different. We're just very different, and it makes us yes. all yeah, but getting together. The different part is not because you're Chinese. Huh? <laughs> okay, let's not go there. And let's Portuguese. There. And, and yeah, but but I but I will say that there are things that you know you inherit from your parents. And my mother, yeah. God bless her, she was one tough cookie, <laughs> and so. So much of that, I I kind of blame her. But but what about you? I mean, are there cultural things, so to speak, that you've had to adapt or not? So I mentioned that we've been married thirty some years now. Thirty two, <laughs> I think it is. You can cut that out. Yeah. No, 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 no. I can't believe no, you guys no. have grandkids. I mean, you look younger than us a lot. Yeah, a lot younger. I'm, I'm fifty two. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's yeah, a lot started, younger. He started young. But, you know, we, we met in the States and then, you know, we traveled, you know, well, we moved around the States and, and Germany three different times. So a total of nine years and so wow. on. But not until we came to Japan six year, years ago is when I really started understanding, like, like, uh, I, it, 
I, I was like, I get it. Now I finally get it. Why wow. 20 years ago, we had such a uh, an argument or misunderstanding. Yeah. So Japanese culture, they are not, they won't say, they're not direct at saying no. They're not direct at any, right? Yeah. So they, they don't, they won't say no. You kind of beat around the bush with your feelings, with what you're really thinking, what you really want, and, and so on. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So not until we moved here, I started just like, I'll be damned. <laughs> well, wait, wait, well why, why did it take for you to be there for six years? Like what, you mean the light well, bulb went off or something? No, no, I mean, not until we moved here six years ago. When right. we moved here, I immediately got it. I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. You know, well, it took okay. me you know, several months, but then I started realizing. And even though, you know, Choco has become rather Americanized, sure. You know, yeah. Well, I tell her that, you know, I tell her that she's American when it's convenient for her. Well, she, she's she's Japanese when it's convenient to be Japanese. But otherwise, <laughs> she's, yeah. I totally get that. But yeah. but what other than, and I didn't know about that, the, the kind of, to me, that goes back to my interpretation is that it's the politeness. We Correct. don't want to say no, right? The, the, because the, there's yeah. a lot of connotations with that. Yeah. So we want you to kind of know that we mean no. Oh, God. Right? Oh, <laughs> oh, I hit it. I hit it. Okay. <laughs> you know. Yes. Like, you didn't say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, because I wasn't raised in Asia, I don't know if the Chinese are that way. I would assume so, because the Chinese and the Japanese carry so many similarities. Yeah. But yeah. um, I mean, my mother certainly she would not uh, like tell that. you if she if she meant no, she she she'll tell you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, oh, that's very aside from that. What what about I don't know any other cultural like like your home. Us looking at your home right now, you know, it could be mm -hmm. anywhere. It looks European. It looks American. Yeah. I mean, I don't see any tatami or platforms or, or anything like that, I guess. You're eating at a table, right? You're not. Any other cultural changes? Maybe because you're in the country, you don't see it so much or... Um, I'm just wondering. Well, I mean, we, we do we do have a tatami room, by the way. We oh, did, oh, you do? Japanese. Yes, yes. Nice. We keep one, one tatami room, three feet of space between each mm -hmm. house. Mm. So I, I'm watching TV and my wife was like, turn it down. The neighbors can hear you. <laughs> what? <laughs> so she was a little, she was initially, she was a little bit hypersensitive to being polite, you know, good neighbors, you know. And, right. and so sometimes I could get a little annoying. I hate to say it. I hate to put it that way. But also <laughs> when I'm out in the, the city and there's foreigners, not just American foreigners, and we tend to be a little bit louder. Okay. Uh, you kind of look at them as like, you know, and I hate to say it, but it's like, uh, you know, like in Iwakuni, there's a lot of young uh, Marines, you know, like young, young. And, and I was that too, you know, well, I used to be in the army, but you know, I was a young service member, right? So you tend to be little rowdy, 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 right? Mm -hmm. And I, I just kind of look at them as like, guys, can you just keep it down? You, you're <laughs> oh, embarrassing oh. me. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. But they're just being, you know, they're just yeah. being. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. That was hard, you know, just kind of adapting to mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. being polite and being respectful, you know, really knowing when to kind of watch what you say and how you say it. It's like, like your public transportation, they, it's, you don't use your phone when you're in public transportation. So if someone calls you, you kind of do this real quick. I'll call you right back and you hang up. Wow, I like that. Okay. Nice. I okay. love that. Yeah, yeah. 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 What about the treatment of elders? Are there nursing homes abound? Or I, I'm trying to, because I, I imagine not, but I don't know with the way 
evolution has taken place. So there are a lot of nursing homes that they oh. care, take care of the elders, but it's still more the, uh, and usually the oldest son many times mm-hmm. takes mm-hmm. care of the family. Okay. Uh, right. And then right. like the oldest son's wife will you know, inherit the, a lot of those responsibilities as well. Okay. Um, All right. That's the same uh, but as they the are, Chinese. But they yeah. do have a good network. Like in uh, here too, there's a nursing home up the street and they have bands that come and pick them up and so on. So, yeah. Oh, so there are nursing homes. I didn't think yes, there yes, would yeah. be many, you know, because... Uh, yeah. Bands pick them up. Are they like daycare nursing homes? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, yes. They oh, also have oh they don't too. live yeah. there. They don't live there. It could be a combination. But yeah, oh, there oh. there is like a, like a daycare for elderly people as well. Too. Okay, okay. Yeah, that yeah. that's very different. I mean, we've seen, I've seen some pop up. But um, it's kind of viewed as a disgrace, you know, like yeah. when the Chinese family, the wife has to move in with the husband's family. You become the caretaker. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And of course, my mother and her mother-in-law never got along. So that was like a big, big curse. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's what you do. So you know what I'm talking about there. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I do. I do. Yeah. All right. I, OK. I have one last question. And that is, what did your kids think of you moving to the country and, and renovating an old house? My kids um, in Japan. In Japan, oh, they they said, "Oh, cool." <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> oh, really? So they they've been very supportive of you. Yeah, yeah, going off. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, like uh, my daughter, you know, they're a Navy family, so they just moved from Bahrain to Japan. Oh, so you know, we 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 all, we know that you know we all move around, so it mm-hmm. is it's just a fact of life. Yeah. 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 Well, I think it's also the military culture. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you yeah. guys like, oh, yeah, I'll see you in Germany or I'll see you. in yeah. Yeah. OK. Yeah. OK. So, so it's not like you were traditionally in the U.S. non-military where people would be like, wait a minute, you're moving 18 hours away, you know? Yeah. Flight yeah. from. Right. My when my mother went to Shanghai. It would be an yeah. 18 hour flight. Crazy. Now yes. they have nonstop, which is crazy. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I lied. I have one more question. Of course. Do you, th- <laughs> no, do you think you're, you're ever going to stay? You're going to stay in Japan forever? Uh, forever is kind of a strong word. <laughs> but yeah, right now, the so expectation young. is to to live here and stay here as long as I can. Hmm. It, you know, talking about the elderly, I don't know. Sometime, someday I might reach a point that it would probably just be easier to relocate to either the city or somewhere you know like like i grew up in mexico i would really like to go back to mexico someday as well too you know Mm -hmm. so but i would say probably around the 90 percent, probably forever (laughs) but again it depends on what what you know how i am wait wait 90 percent likely to stay okay are your are your parents alive are they um the, my my father passed away, but in but my mom she is American from mm-hmm. Nebraska, but she lives in in Mexico. Oh, uh, yeah, and she's been living in Mexico for forty some years now. Yeah. Oh, wow. so, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah and I, I haven't been able to make it through all your podcasts, but she used to live in a town called Chapala, Ajijic. Yes. And yes. many, many, many expats there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She, since she relocated to where she used to live before, long story, but um, mm-hmm. it's near nearby. But okay. I would not mind living in that area because a very expat friendly and yeah, yeah. Know, you get older. Yeah. yeah. Tons yeah. of expats. Yeah. So, so yeah. you haven't. So going to see or coming over or going over is quite a trip for both of you. Yes. Yeah. We're getting ready to make a trip here next month. You talk about the long flights. 
Now we try to break it up to, to make it from here to Mexico. <laughs> really, what we're going to do is we're going to fly to Tokyo, spend a couple of days there with my nice. daughter and granddaughters. And then we're going to fly to Dallas, Texas, spend another night there. And then we're going to fly to Guadalajara City. Oh. Uh, so we're going to make it like a three, that's four, a good idea. five day trip. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's a great idea when you have time. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the yeah. best way to do it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, actually, I have another. Uh, are there many expats <laughs> by you? Because you mentioned this other fam- uh, neighbors, but yeah, not not many. No. Okay. So, well, down in Iwakuni, again, it was about 40, 40 minutes from here, thirty minutes from here. Uh, there are many Americans because of the military base, you know, but oh. they come and go. Um, but expats, expats here in this town, probably two or three that I know of. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. You have some similarities and yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, I do have one more question. Oh my God. <laughs> it's yeah. seven fifty. Well, I'm glad you have questions because this, it, sorry. We well, hope we're not keeping. No, I'm so intrigued no, no, by, no. by these IKEA homes. Can <laughs> yeah. you know? Can an Amer- American buy one? So actually, I was it was going through my mind to mention it, but you know, we skipped through it. But no, absolutely, that's a great question. Great question. Uh, and the answer is yes. <laughs> He's like, see, see, I told you. <laughs> no, and actually, wow. and again, you know, part of this journey is that I wanted to, you know, educate people through our channel. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that absolutely Americans, foreigners can buy IKEAs and. Again, look up. There's different YouTube videos of mm-hmm. people that have done it from afar through a whatever translation service or something like that. But the problem is that that does not lead you to residency, right? right. Okay. So it's kind of weird, strange that Japan yeah. is open to foreigners buying property anyway. Right. But you can't live here. <laughs> but you can't live here. Huh. But what you can do is stay here for six months, fly to Korea, fly to China, fly to wherever. Reset your 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 tourist visa and just keep doing that. Okay. Um, oh, oh wow, that's what the Schengen Shuffle. Oh, so you can stay yeah. for six months. Yes. Yeah. That's good. That's better than the European. Ninety days. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. And then you know cheap flights and then right. 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 Over. Okay. So we could go on forever. I <laughs> I'm sure I have so many questions and I hope we don't lose touch with you. We will definitely watch more of your show. I mean, I can't wait. <laughs> now I can't wait because I feel like I know you a bit. Have we let anything out, Lawrence? Anything you'd like to share that we perhaps just didn't cover? Well, actually, one other little advice as far as uh, purchasing is that is as a foreigner, it's hard to, or I don't want to say impossible, it's very hard to get a business or, or a mortgage loan, unless you're actually working in the Japanese environment, just you have to be prepared with cash. Uh, so most of this transaction with the, the cash transaction, mm-hmm. right? So just keep that in mind. Cash um, is king in Japan. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Cash is yeah, king everywhere. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So uh-huh. that'll be one advice. And then um look, you know, don't you know, you can find, you know, free, but you know, then it's just, you get what you pay for, right? So yeah, in our yeah. case, I believe this house had really good bones, very yeah. good mm-hmm. structure. Yeah. And then that's why we led to okay, well let's let us let us splurge more. Mm-hmm. You know, like I told Choke at the beginning, they said I don't want the you know, like kind of like you see those guys with this the fancy wheels and the spin and everything, but yeah. the, the wheels cost more than the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so good, good one. Know, I didn't want the kitchen to cost more than the house and that type of thing, right? So right. But find a find a house, an older house with uh, good bones, and have it inspected, and then you should find a lovely place to live. 
Yeah, that's a great, great advice. Great advice. Great advice. Okay, so on that note, we will let you go as much as we don't (laughs) as much as we don't want to. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, Please give our best to Chiyoko. Tell her that I so envy the entire second floor. (laughs) This this is where, you know, when we find our place, I've already carved out that I want that studio, you know, for my printmaking. Um, I think that's my next career. And that that'll be it. And that's our first episode of Japan. All right. Yeah. Okay. okay. So Lawrence, it was really a pleasure having you, and it's been so much fun. I'd love to stay in touch. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, please, uh, please stay in touch. And then uh, again, if anyone has any more questions, you know, please. Uh, again, my 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 whole focus is to go ahead and uh, educate the public about the ideas yeah. in Japan yeah, and just gonna, living in Japan. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna have a lot of neighbors very soon. <laughs> Trust no, me. keep your distance. <laughs> <laughs> all right you talking about Roscoe? yeah maybe <laughs> i love japanese food i mean i love everything japanese so you know hey we might well when, when when you do come to japan you know you have a little casita here in spanish you say mikasa su casa muchas gracias i think you, you're, you're getting too many guests it sounds like <laughs> No, no, no. We'll we'll get on your calendar. Okay. Okay. All right. right. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you know someone who's relocated for retirement and wishes to share their story with us, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is gg at retirethere.com. Our website is retirethere.com. And you may follow us on Twitter at RetireThere underscore. Now, if you've liked our show, please subscribe and rate it in Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, be well. Be well.